Ben, do you have your drink? Oh, it's already finished. Oh, I thought you'd have another one. No, just one. And Liberty, you're sick, right? So you've got your cold medicine. You're all hopped up on on meds. NyQuil will come after the podcast. I didn't want to be slurring my speech during the... (laughs) More than normal. Don't cook your chicken in it. listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna, Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey, everybody. It's Ben. You know what? The next time you want pussy, just look in the mirror, baby. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Liberty. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we we are setting the tone for this episode. Come on. Weren't you thinking about it this week? I was. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> For the first time in a long time, yes, I was thinking <laughs> about the Uh Hey, everybody, this is Stefan. Thanks for joining us for another saucy episode of MLVC, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica, Chaputi Tang. <laughs> um, hello, Ban. Hello, Liberty. Welcome, welcome. I, f- I always feel like I'm an outsider because you all got the, the, the Southern contingency. You're ganging up on me. Well, you know, if you just want to... Get yourself a little, a little accent. You just kind of pick it up and keep going. I mean, it Madonna just... can do it, so so can you, Stefan. Yeah. I'll, oh I'll dear, have, daddy. I'll have, I'll have some private tutoring lessons scheduled after this. Um, well, we were not planning on recording another uh, get together so quickly after our last one, but Madonna refuses to let us take a break. Oh, yeah, Liberty, can you can can you sing while you you're, know you're she'll sick? take you there? Thank you. That's exactly what I was asking. You know, we've got a, a lot to discuss today. We don't want to waste another moment, so don't just stand there. Let's get to it. It's time for a little This Week in Chicone. See, I get what I want. Obviously, the Pootie Tang heard round the world. Madonna's hung up remix with Tokyo. Can I even say, say Pootie Tang? Is that? Is that it's, we're going to allow it. We're going to let it go. And you know, just because I, it, according to um, the new video, I think pretty much anything goes. Mm-hmm. So yes, lay it on us. So the remix, hung up remix video with Tokisha. We had seen the two of them perform the remix at her Pride performance back in June. We got to see a little bit of the fan footage of them recording the video in Washington Heights a scant few weeks ago. And we got the video in what seems like record time, considering Mm -hmm. Madonna is infamous for spending a lot of time editing. But no, no, not this one. Nay, nay. This was like um, yesterday she's filming on the streets and padow, it's on YouTube today. So... Uh, I, I want to just first give a little shout out to the director or the quote unquote undirector as the video credits them, Sasha Kashwiha, Kashwa. How, how do we say? Do we know how we say Kashwa? I'm sorry. I'm. We just I'm, let you butcher it. <laughs> butchering the name. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't uh, know. Sasha has been involved in Madonna's career these past few years. Uh, He did the 50 Questions video, the Madame X tour trailer, the Pride video, No Fear, Courage, Resist, 
the frozen what? on fire. I thought, I thought all of that was Ricardo. I think there's a little bit of assistant director, main director ah, duties going on there. Yes. Um, if, if Ricardo wants to come on the show and clarify his responsibilities, mm-hmm. we'd be more than welcome to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. Until then, Sasha is apparently the director for all of these. Uh, and I assume Ricardo is maybe like assistant directing or I co-directing. See. I'm not quite sure. The Hung Up video is, it's a veritable slew of quick cuts, salacious party goers involved in a street party to end all street parties. Uh, Madonna and Takesha are cavorting around with each other. There are tongues, lots and lots of tongues. Many, many. Hissing, groping, twerking. Oh, my. Uh, we have <laughs> we have taken to Twitter to gauge the reaction, so you don't have to. And we are here to discuss our thoughts as well. So let's dive in. Liberty, Ben, what are your thoughts on the Hung Up Remix video? Well, I had many thoughts, and none of them are safe for children. So if you have children, just, you know, um, guys, you know, maybe turn Ladies this podcast off. I know that I already said that. Your small children out of the room. It's very, very gritty, which I like. It kind of takes you into this sort of seediness of mm-hmm. the parts of Manhattan and New York City that you just don't feel safe in. <laughs> I don't know if that's something I can say, really. I mean, those places exist everywhere, Did right? Did you but even go to the unsafe sections of Manhattan when you were there, Liberty? You, I saw Darling, Times Square is rather unsafe. <laughs> I saw you traipsing around all the tourist traps. I was like, that dollar slice venue is not a seedy underbelly of Manhattan. Listen, though. Times Square... Listen. Times Square is scary. It oh, is that really- Krispy Kreme donut shop is uh, is is frightening. <laughs> so, well, I was going to say before we go too deep to speak on the location, my partner used to actually live in that neighborhood where they were filming. Because when the video footage leaked, I was like, "Hold up, I know where that's at." That's right down the street from the Starbucks that I used to always go to in this cool <laughs> little place that had the best bagels. <laughs> so and you're, what it, you're saying, Benjamin, is that you have thrown kitty litter off the, off the shelves of that very bodega. <laughs> I, I have not, but that's actually because I know right where that intersection is. That's like a super cute little neighborhood. It's very vibrant and it's Dominican Heights. I, it's like Washington Heights, Dominican Heights, the sort of in that area, but it's kind of a little bit away from the Columbia Medical School that's up there. So I was like, mm-hmm. when I saw she that, is I was Dominican, like, oh, right? Yes, yeah. Takesha mm-hmm. is de- is from uh, the Dominican Republic, but in that okay. whole neighborhood, I mean, you walk up and down the street, and I remember being there a lot during COVID, and. And they literally party on the street like that on the weekend. It's not unusual to hear Dembo and other music being played at like two in the morning. (laughs) If Mm -hmm. you get up and like walk (laughs) down the hallway and you have an open window, like you literally will hear that beat pumping from somebody's SUV parked on the street. Like it was, so for me, it was the setting and sort of like the grittiness and the sort of quick cut edit was very authentic to that neighborhood and to Takesha's sort of where she might root in New York. I thought that was a really cool choice. Yeah. I thought so too. And I, I like, I mean, it looks like it was like her real place, like her real apartment. I don't, I mean, <laughs> oh, of I, loved, I don't know. I loved, I don't know if you, I had to freeze frame the video on one of my watches just because I felt like the cuts were so quick that you weren't mm-hmm. actually grasping what you were looking at some of the time. So I took time and like 
paused, freeze framed every every shot from the video so I could. What's Madonna doing? What's Takesha doing? What's in the background? What are they doing? What's happening? And in the apartment scene that they're cavorting around, and you can see the George Washington Bridge in the background. I was like, yes. oh wow! Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like this is totally like Madonna in Washington Heights. Like it's super authentic. Yeah, that very, neighborhood very is like if you're up going, on a hill. Well, the bridge is kind of up to the northwest. So this neighborhood is kind of then southeast from the bridge. And there's like that whole shopping center up there. And that strange little intersection is kind of where St. Nick splits off and goes mm-hmm. down into Harlem. Like it's a really cute neighborhood. Oh, it's beautiful up there. The cloisters, yeah. everything. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. And um, oh, speaking of the apartment, like the apartment actually looks like the apartments in the building where my partner used to live, just the way it was laid out and how the rooms are there. And like over, like the fact that you could see the bridge in that edge of the building windows. Like I could hit from his old apartment. I could see like the highway mm-hmm. and the bridges from his apartment. And ben, um, since you have so much inside information in the neighborhood, are you next going to tell us that your partner also had an 18 wheeler truck that he would cavort around <laughs> in the background with a green couch? So that part, I was like, okay, that ain't in the neighborhood. I was like, where would they have been doing that at? Some There's flatbed like, truck in a parking lot, probably. At like, Yeah, that was an interesting choice. But I was like you. I was fascinated by the apartment and the background and the use of crucifixes just throughout. She posted a bunch of stills today on Instagram, including mm-hmm. tagging all the background dancers and actors who were in it, which I really appreciated mm-hmm. being able to like, oh, these people were really cool and really mood setting in this. It was, I really appreciated it. So. I love that she tags people because it's such, it's a way to credit. All of those people that she tagged were also part of um, a casting agency. They were styled. They were like, they were, they were cast. <laughs> I feel like those are, okay, look, I'm very gullible and we've, ar- I've already established this with you guys, but I really feel like that's who those people are. <laughs> I mean, they represent very authentically. The whole video looked, that is what people really do on a Saturday night or oh Tuesday night, whatever, you know, that's how other people live while I'm going to work every day in my little Subaru, <laughs> you know, well, like no, and actually you I live bring a up, safe you, life. You bring up a good point. So I, I, I did want to talk about this as well. So part of the reaction that's happening online, people are, there's a very, very strong reaction happening with uh, both sides of the Madonna camp, mm-hmm. both sides, meaning there are a lot of fans who are absolutely loving it. And then there are some other fans who are hating it, yes. which is really strange to me. And I, I want to break it down in a couple ways. So first, a lot of people are hating it because because they think it looks cheap and awful. And mm-hmm. I I challenge the people who say it looks cheap because I know enough about music video production from my time in music video production. That was one of my very first jobs out of college. We were, I worked at a music video company. And no music video just happens. There, there is always a level of production. There had to be a producer. There had to be a casting agent. There had to be permits had. There had, like... All of those things happened. There was money that was spent. There was costumes. There was hair. There was makeup. That involves hiring people. There was money that was spent. Now, was it a million-dollar budget? Probably (laughs) not. But there was still a good chunk of change that went into making that video. It reminds me a lot of, if you go back to her erotica era, 
mm-hmm. the erotica video and the deeper and deeper videos, both of which were shot on Super 8 and 16 millimeter film. They were meant to look down, dirty, cheap, sort of old school vintage. And I think that the look and feel of the Hung Up remix video is intentional. The, the cinematography is meant to be that sort of spotlight look where mm-hmm. the, the darkness is sort of like around and there's a spotlight on Madonna. And so there's supposed to be a quick fall off of light. So that way you sort of can't see, it's not supposed to be the super glitz, you know, like Sean Diddy, you know, 1990s, late 90s, 2000s. The glam. Of like, yeah, the gl- it's not meant to be glam. I mean, I still think it is glam and super polished and whatnot, but in a, in an underground way, a lot of people are reacting saying this is below her. Why would she do something that, you know, isn't, isn't up to the standards of what they feel she should be doing. And I don't know if I agree with that. It's very 21st century Warhol. I think that the deeper and deeper reference is, is right on target in terms of the artificial, dinginess of it all like it's clearly shot on digital it looked like probably digital video not film but i mean it could have even been an iphone for all we know yeah i mean mean, it could have been shot on the iphone 14 but yeah like the whole approach to like the edit and the staging and and how movement was used i was like oh this feels like the old warhol films or even like Mm -hmm. early todd haynes Mm -hmm. um is what it reminded me of. I felt like it was very intentional, even down to the the use of like, I don't know what the term is. You just used it there a minute ago about how there's a spotlight in the center and then the light bleeds off so that the background is sort of out of focus. Part of why I think they were able to get the video turned around so fast because that that kind of lighting, everybody's washed out and flat so you don't have to do a lot of photoshop and editing you just splice which is the good footage together yeah that's the other thing is that people are always harassing the crap out of her why do you photoshop you photoshop the shit out of your pictures and you shouldn't do that we want to see the real you and then she shows the real her pretty much how she really looks right she's not face tuned to death and mm-hmm. yes it's sort of filtered because it's dark but we finally see a real version of her and you know it's a reinvented version of the song it's it's like it's almost a, a different song to get all together but people are just they can't handle it it just doesn't matter what she does they cannot take it yeah so yep. let's talk about the reaction i'm sure you've seen and heard it um online or you know texts with friends or whatnot mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who just think this is one of the worst things she's ever done. Personally, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the award-winning reaction video that I posted Indeed, on YouTube. Yes. If you haven't, please go. I, I enjoy all the views. Uh, but that reaction video is act- is completely 100% genuine. I watched it for the very first time and recorded my reaction. I had a blast watching it. I, I mean, it was flying by and I could barely keep up, but I loved all of what she and Takesha were doing. They looked like they were having fun. It's a party video. It's just meant to be like trashy fun, you know? Like we've all had those nights out where you think you're going to just go out for a, a couple of drinks with friends and next thing you know, you're closing the bar down. And if you haven't had one of those nights, I highly suggest you do have one of those nights before you judge the video because those people were having a hell of a lot of fun. 
And everybody should have that kind of night out. I don't understand why people are backlashing against Madonna. What it reminded me of was all of the slack that she would get when she would release videos like Justify My Love or Erotica, where people would be like, Ugh, I can't believe she would do that. This is absolute trash. Madonna needs to put her clothes back on and go away. And I feel like that's what's happening here. The people are like responding this negatively towards her. And I'm curious, do we think it's because, again, she's a woman who's 64 having fun with young people? Is it because of Tokisha being a, a bisexual woman with Madonna? Like, I'm trying to figure out where the prejudice is coming from because there is some blatant prejudice happening with this video. And it's, a, it's really shocking considering it's coming from Madonna fans. So I'll, I will say in my circle of just my day-to-day social circle of people who have seen the video or seen her recently in the media, the first thing is the eyebrows. Like, everyone is like, what the boop is she doing to herself? (laughs) And I, you know what? I literally had gone back to 1992 and 93 and downloaded pictures of erotica girly show era Madonna and various Mm -hmm. projects with the bleached eyebrows or even the ones that were completely gone from that Vogue photo shoot. And you know I started just responding to those text messages with those photos and well, i was like so what every- do they say to something like that what what's their response well they're like well it looked good then it was high glamour and i'm like okay but but you but everything isn't high glamour now because you know you're out on instagram and and being photographed by the paparazzi if i had access to the paparazzi photographs when she had those eyebrows in 1992 they they wouldn't look as polished as you know good lighting on snl when she's singing fever so you know but and it's just that it's funny that it's something that she actually is repeating herself with that look (laughs) and it's an amalgamation of repetitions right with the red hair and the bleached eyebrows so she's sort of revisiting two visual tropes together to create a new trope Mm-hmm. Of sorts. That's a stretch, but you get you get what I'm saying. I love the bleached eyebrow look. I think it's fantastic that she's brought that back in a completely shocking way because that's something I never thought she'd revisit. And the fact that she has is kind of like, oh, good for you, Madonna, because it's a it's a shocking look for her. You know, it was yeah, back it's then. A shocking it is look now. for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it is a testament, maybe that I think she has fully embrace the idea of I will take a look back at the amazing work that I've done and appreciate it myself because I think for a long time she sat not cowering from her past but sort of thinking like oh it was ill-received so I shall no longer speak of it is maybe not how it really was right but it almost felt like that push it behind her she never there were times when she was like I will never sing material girl it's come back right so I think it's part of this let's I will honor myself because you people are gonna wait until I'm dead to do it well I also think I think she thought that revisiting her old work meant she had nothing new to provide that she was only going to be coasting yeah she didn't want to be a legacy Yeah. yeah Yeah, she didn't and want to be a legacy artist. But and I love that are... I love that she's taken 
the old songs and reinvented them, which is very Madonna. I know, Ben, you were saying something before we came on today about the, the contrast in what Elton John is doing with what Madonna is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, well, just he, you know, he's sort of creating mashups of old songs and then re-recording them with like the most popular artists of the day. So it's getting sales, it's getting streams, it's getting number ones. And, you know, she's doing something similar that's sort of a reassessment of the catalog, but with completely unknown people platforming mm-hmm. them. I mean, who knew who Takesha was? Oh, I mean, some people did, but like the oh, general... Some people did. Yeah, the general populace in the music industry and streaming at large wouldn't have, even though, well, we'll get into her her side gigs later. But <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's a different approach, but I think the doing the biopic and the forced process of looking back when you do anything autobiographical, you have to take the time to assess yourself. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's a way of being a legacy artist without it feeling like legacy. But yeah. But yeah. people are twisting, you know, they're saying she's ruining her legacy. These are the comments that I'm seeing. She's ruining her legacy. So then what in 20, 30 years, we're going to look back and say, "Ugh, what a miss. <laughs> Ugh. You don't have to appreciate every single thing that an artist does to be a fan. That exactly. should be, that should be established. It feels like some people think, well, yeah, well, you're not a true fan if you don't love every single version of Frozen she comes and throws uh, at us. You're not a true fan if you aren't down with the eyebrows. None of those things matter in the grand scheme of things. You can still be a fan and be critical of an artist's work. Sure. I do have a lot of non-Madonna fan friends and if I show them, oh, like Madonna's got a new video, uh, you know, the instant reaction, uh, mm, okay, like we think you're a little weird that you are such a fan when there's people doing drugs in that video or there was a lot of licking in that video. Like, Well, that's okay. why I was loving the video. <laughs> I was like, good for Madonna. You know, I thought she created a very current on-trend party video, but yet she stays 100% true to her brand. Mm-hmm. That video is quintessential Madonna. And I think she's pushing the envelope for what a 64-year-old 64, 64 musician can and does do no other musician at 64 is doing what she's doing no none of them and regardless if it's male or female i don't think you've ever seen mick jagger do a video like that and to me that's trailblazing you know yeah i think that's also what's rubbing everyone the wrong way let's just call it what it is like that that is the essence of what makes people have and they may not even be able to identify it I, I always compare that reaction. I had a friend who was a, this is a total weird tangent, but it will make sense in a minute. I'll be quick. We'll, I go, had on the friend, jo- we'll go on this journey with you, Ben. I had a friend who's super, super liberal progressive, but did not want to vote for Hillary Clinton simply because she was like, I don't like the way she sounds. And I'm like, that's <sighs> really weird and sexist and kind of ageist. And my friend who was also a woman of a certain age was like struck her with this self-awareness when we had that conversation. And I think there's a lot of people who aren't being struck with that self-awareness 
to have someone say back to them, well, have you considered why you're having that reaction to this? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the source of your discomfort that makes you dislike this because you're not really looking at it on the merits because your criticism is always coming with 64, grandma, old lady. Why Mm -hmm. why is grandma out there grinding like that? You know, yada, 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 yada. Or, Or they're saying... This she's capable of better or capable of more. That type of comment is very reminiscent of I fell head over heels in love with her because of the Vogue video. And the Vogue video was pristine and classic Hollywood and glam and gorgeous. And then the next time we see music video from Madonna, it's just by my love. And (laughs) it's the complete opposite of that. It's grimy. It's disheveled. It's what is happening in this video. It's so the opposite of Vogue. And then we get erotica and we get deeper and deeper. And none of those videos are glam or like it's like sex and grimy. And I just remember thinking, what is she doing? This is awful. This is terrible. And like I've said, I now look back on that and say, this was so brilliant, and I can't believe that I was unhappy with that. And so I challenge everyone out there who's listening to this, if you're not enjoying what you're seeing right now, try to look at it through another lens. We are experiencing a wonderful moment in Madonna's yeah. career. Yeah. This is something that I guarantee you in 10 years, you're going to look back at and say, oh my God, how did I not appreciate this when she was doing it? Mm-hmm. Because she won't be doing this again in 10 years. Maybe she'll be doing something in, in like right. this in 10 years. It won't be this. And right. um, so try and just sort of let go of the preconceived notions of what you think Madonna needs to be or what Madonna should be. Because I, I, I know, I hear you. Y'all want Confessions 2.0, but I really don't think we're going to get that. Yeah. And it would be a shame for you to spend the rest of Madonna's time on this planet harboring ill will that she's not giving you another get together, you know, yeah, as much as I would love it. I, you know, I just, I just think if you don't there, get on board the train, you're going to have a bad experience. Yeah. But think about this too, you know, perhaps she has to go through this to get to a confessions 2.0. If that's even ever on the horizon the the idea that there's some sort of linear timeline for her has never ever been true and i can tell you with with absolute honesty this is only the criticism is only because it's madonna any other yep. young artist and i and i'm absolutely certain of this no young person who watches that video is offended by anything that is happening. They aren't even aware. They pro- may not even know who she is, right? Okay, two women. All right, cool. Okay, so this girl looks this girl. Oh, look, underwear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crotch it's grab. Total- Breast grab. You're yeah, 100% yeah. right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's too It's much. only, like, for some reason, we're stuck in this sort of puritanical, like, tirade against Madonna A forever. And two, you know, we just, uh, it's, it seems to be, I don't know if it's generational or if it's just, we got to like 
jump in the pool and like let's get wet. Mm. Let's see what happens. Like yeah. She gets she gets clicks. That's part of it. Those stories and that buzz gets clicks. That's sure. part mm-hmm. of it. But something that Liberty that you just said is important for people to remember too about the linear journey. Those of us who've been on the journey for a long time will recall the many distractions, diversions, tangents, and and odd little bits of this and that between bedtime stories and ray of light, including mm-hmm. a big old thing called Evita. Yes. But I mean, there were many other things that happened in that time period. And, you know, you look back on it now and you see the arc of it. But I can tell you, like, at the time, we all thought she would go on tour, right? After, especially after the bedtime stories performance at, at the, oh God, was that at the the, the Brits. Holy. The Brits. Oh, the Brits. I, always, I always forget what those are called. You know, and then they canceled it because she got the movie and then we right. got the ballads collection and we were just all kind of like, what? Oh, no, this does not bode well. I mean, I remember the fear that lots of fans had because we thought, oh, God, she's going to go like Celine Dion, adult contemporary, blah, it's over. But look where we are that. however many years later, right? Right. So... There's that. The other thing, uh, one last thing I want to say about the visual on the video to that point about diversions is, and comparing them to like the glamour of Vogue and some of those other videos, we also have to remember that the people making videos now, frankly, grew up in the digital online era, whereas those people were classically trained in film or they Mm -hmm. were fashion photographers making, so the aesthetic and the expectations of what even a gritty party video like this would look like in 1992 for Deeper and Deeper is completely different from what it would be now. Right. And I love that. The old time fan. Yeah. The old time fans who are like, it looks cheap. It's like, have you watched any videos lately? They all look like they were filmed on an iPhone. Like there is no photographer. There is no fashion photographer's eye or cinematographer's eye happening behind these things anymore. I mean, even the, the sort of, the camera perspective of her concert films has changed because editing has changed and the people who do this work has changed and the aesthetics have changed. And she allows herself to experience that change and doesn't hold on the way certain other artists do. We won't name names, Mm -hmm. you know, to a certain visual aesthetic that keeps them in that box. And I just, I hope everybody can appreciate how important that is. And I say that as somebody who's a, you know, a poet and is constantly trying to evolve my work and as I publish and whatnot, like you always have to be mindful of that, that you don't just get stuck in that one creative space. So, yeah. And I anyway. mean, I love that Madonna is doing something that is very current and fresh and now, however, Let's look at all the various callbacks in the remix video that she's referencing from the original hung up video. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right off the top of my head, I think I saw Ben's holding up a, a laundry oh, list. Oh, I made of, a whole compare and contrast list. list. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, the things I re- recognized off the top of my head, the track suit that she wears in the back mm-hmm. of the truck. Check. The pink, pink track suit. Whereas she wore a dark blue one in hung up video, but still tracks. I love that it was a tracksuit that was pink, very much like the leotard that she wore. So it was like an updated version of that. I thought there was a couple moments of choreography that she was mirroring from that moment in hung up when 
the it's slow mo. It's just the slow mo deep bass moment. I thought there was a couple slowed down moments in the in the remix video. Obviously, the auburn hair is a throwback to the cover of the Confessions album. Um, what else? Ben, the dramatic. So she had the red hair, the dramatic eyes. Two styles of music that start with a D, disco and dembo. Mm. The fashion Ooh. was all Y2K because, you know, Confessions came out in 2005 on the verge of like transitioning from Y2K to the whole 80s inspired skinny jean retro callback. Mm-hmm. And then this video has a lot of like sportswear that's, you know, the kids. I work on a college campus. The children are all dressed like it's Y2K. I'm yes. like, what mm-hmm. are we, are the computers all oh, about to stop? Well, it's let's, very weird. Let's, can we talk about the fashion for just a moment? So again, anyone who's listening, if you are not following Madonna outfits on Instagram, please go follow them. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. They know their shit. And none of those outfits that Madonna is wearing are from easy pickings on, on, you know, eighth Avenue. Like <laughs> those pickings. Those clothes are Gucci. They are designer. There is money in that Mm -hmm. video. And so I don't care how cheap you think it looks. That video is not cheap. That is designer. You cannot afford to do that. And I challenge anyone with an iPhone who thinks they can do a better version of a quote unquote cheap video to go out and try it. Trust me. Please do. It is difficult for me to just pull off a reaction video for YouTube. And that is as bare bones budget as we can get people. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Um, but yeah, what else, Ben, what, what else you got on yeah, the compare, so, compare contrast? Yeah. It's, I had forgotten that they had posted about that today, but yeah, it's interesting how it's all, it's so it's all the Y2K fashion. So as we know, the original hung up video had parkour and crumping mm-hmm. and there is some very specific stylized dancing in the new one but i could not find the name of it it's clearly because mm-hmm. there are other videos of it on youtube but nobody has it tagged with what the actual name is other than uh, madonna twerking yeah or doing her like her like lean back and grind that she'd been doing well, since and, burning and so up. also in terms of supporting madonna so we were all very concerned for her when she was mm-hmm. in pain because of the Madame X hip and knee injury that she had going on. And we were all concerned. Oh my God, I hope she's okay. I hope she'll still be able to perform. The woman was dancing. She was on her knees. She was up and down. She was moving all around. Had them spread wide open. Hello. Oh, she did, oh, she the, did the whole like, yeah, the yes. leg behind the head thing again. Okay, hold on. Hold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ben, can you please do that again? I need to see no. that. Ben, you, for those of you not uh, privy to what we just saw, Ben literally had his leg behind his head. Yes, he physically demonstrated. Yes, I can quite, now see. I can I now see why flexible. your part, your partner always smiles in his pictures. Yes, he's always smiling in his pictures for that reason. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, back to the topic at hand. He's over there, it's, like looking at me like a crazy it's person. Very appropriate. Um, so. Also, t- speaking of like the gritty style, I went and rewatched Hung Up and I was like, oh, this video has like some unpolished as well because it's the same styling and the same lighting. You know, there's a lot of parts of Hung Up that have mm-hmm. that same light centered light that kind of mm-hmm. fades off into the background, especially in the second half of the video after she leaves the studio. Right. Um, yeah. So that was kind of, and there is, it does progress from like, individual dancing to like a larger group when they're on the street dancing in that scene, although it's more in the choruses, but 
Yeah, so super, super similar. Then I actually, I had some like things I didn't know and I was like, maybe we could talk about it. Like, is that whispering at the end? Oh, also there's new vocals in the new one, both in Spanish yes. and English. It took mm-hmm. me a few times to catch them. Is the whispering like a play on Sorry from Confessions? Mm-hmm. There's that I, I one it, line that- I think it could be if you wanted it to be. Well, sure. it kind of sounds like it. I don't know. The I'm so high. What is it? I'm so high. I think I love, think I'm in love with you or something like that. No, but it's before that. There's a, uh, I, uh, I can't do Lots of oh, no. Not the, I have to re-listen, but I know. You've reached, I know you've reached the 976 portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ben is yeah. moaning. Liberty's doing no. her sex calls. My feet are behind my head. Like, yeah, oh my uh, God. Whew. <laughs> it's a lot. I know we we took a lot of time to talk about the video because I thought there was a lot to talk about. But there, I do think there was a couple of the things that Madonna's been doing recently that I did want to talk about real quick. Pink Donna, aka Auburn Donna, aka Party Donna, has been on a tear lately. She is single and ready to mingle out and about in New York City with the schedule so busy. I'm exhausted just watching her Instagram Definitely stories. Exhausted. My God, yeah. Uh, Fashion Week. So I mean. Her Takesha Doja Cat. Let's talk about Doja Cat at that Madonna. Everyone's freaking out that Madonna bleached her eyebrows. Have you seen Doja Cat at the fashion shows? I mean, she had this like yeah. swirly makeup on her head. Like her entire her she's using her body as art. It was yes. phenomenal. No, and I like amazing. to think that that's what Madonna's doing too. You know, Madonna's using her body as art now with the wigs and the the styling. And uh, it was great to see Rocco and Lola out with Madonna. Did you Agreed. did you get to see all of the the various looks that Madonna was given at Fashion Week? Oh yeah, I think I te- I texted about. I actually after I saw that they were at the Tom Ford show, I found you can watch the entire show on YouTube, the Tom Ford show, and it's so funny. You can clearly see Lola and Rocco and they're so like chummy and they just like are like whispering and gossiping at each other the whole thing and pointing at the models and you know mom madonna is kind of sitting back in in the shadow between takesha and lola and she's just like watching everything very like in like inspector madonna like she's shopping I'll take that i'll take she's, yeah she, she's yeah, shopping exactly yeah girlfriend knows all she has to do is pick up a phone call to her assistant and be like i need that whole line right tell, yeah. Yeah. tell tom ford i want all of that and then it just shows up at her apartment the next day Oh, I could, there were several pieces in it that would fit like a lot of what she's been wearing lately. So it was great. But yeah, they looked mm-hmm. amazing. I loved how they all had like the chunky sunglasses. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, they, they, they got dressed together. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. That, yeah. That, like that, that crushed that. It was like a sort of like a satin outfit yeah. that both Madonna yeah. and Lola had on. I thought they looked great. Very yeah. 1995 VMA. So 1995 that Lola's hair reminded with these like two wisps right here. Yeah. And, and Madonna's too, like the headband with the long, like, uh, I just, I liked it. I really, I like, I guess I liked mostly that it was like a family affair, right? Mm-hmm. But usually you see David at her and her with the uh, fashion He thing, was all so. playing soccer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, but Rocco is so fashionable. Absolutely love his style. Yeah. I think I thought it was, it looked like a fun night out. I would like to go invite mm, me. I know. Please. I never get invited fun. to fashion week. I, I see it, people going. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to go. I don't know yeah. if the two of you saw it. Someone 
somebody on Twitter was like, why was she there? And then literally someone came with the receipts of like dozens of pictures of Madonna and Tom Ford over the uh, years. Yeah. It's like 1994. I was yeah, like, like, oh, they go on. way back. It's like, before you <laughs> before you start shouting at people online about like, why is Madonna there? Can you please just Google? Everything is at your fingertips. Right. Like, it's just all Google there. Madonna, Tom Ford, and the VH1 Fashion Awards will pop up. You know? Yep. It's yep. not that it hard. Just, Ben, you had referenced something about Madonna working with underground acts. I thought it was very interesting. Madonna had posted an Instagram post with Arca oh. 100,000. Now, I had to look up who Arca was. Oh, According- I didn't. I was so excited. Oh, my God. So for those of you listening who might not know, according to her website, Arca is one of the world's most transformative musical talents. Since breaking through with her 2012 EPs Stretch 1 and Stretch 2, she's created an unprecedented body of work drawing from club music, experimental noise, and the ballad tradition of her native Venezuela. So well, tell, talk to me about this, Ben. Yes. So most people are going to know Arca from Yeezus, the Kanye album that had mm-hmm. like New Slaves and all those songs. Uh, Arca was instrumental in FKA Twig's early uh-huh. recordings. Oh. I mean, oh, Water Me and those songs. Like, ooh. Arca also was heavily involved in the last two Bjork albums, Balkanara and, and Utopia. I had a listen to Arca after I saw the post, and I was like, this is very Bjork. Yeah, so well, so that you, makes sense. But but then you got to go listen to the stuff with FK Twigs and like the stuff that she did with Kanye, like Kanye wishes. It. I mean, he he has a thing for picking people who can make an amazing beat, and some and collaborated also with Frank Ocean on the Endless Project. So mm, really okay. knows how to like. So do there's those some mainstream movies. as well as oh, underground. One hundred percent, like. That would be a very, because I feel like Madonna would either go like the moody mer girl route or would like really push it into, oh, let's just make something so noisy and insane, but it would have a Madonna melody to it that it would be a lot right. of, it would That's be That's what I love when fun. Madonna works with somebody who you, yeah. you, you listen to some of Arca's music and you're like, I don't want Madonna to do something that sounds like this, but she wouldn't. She would take the essence of it and f- bring it into the Madonna world, which is what I've always loved about when Madonna works with someone like Mirways, someone like William Orbit. It's mm-hmm. them, but it's her. And so when I heard, you know, I'm, I'm, I, all I could think of when I saw them in the car together, I'm like, they're coming from the studio. <laughs> they, they were, they were working <laughs> I don't on think, music. I don't think that's happening. I think she's just been enjoying Fashion Week and New York and well, having I a good time. All of this, to me, it's... It's when Madonna starts kind of looking for that inspo, right? Ding, ding, Where ding, ding, she's ding, ding. Mm-hmm, she's pink, out there. Madonna is inspired. Mm-hmm. Not not fishing so much, but just you know, come come to my world, child, and then like slowly, you know, absorbs and picks and. I, I have, have always heard that Madonna's like a super curious person asking a lot of questions and she probably just grills the heck out of these people to the point where they're probably totally exhausted after, um, you know, because I think <sighs> I that, had a car ride to fashion week with Madonna. I'm exhausted. Someone yeah, give me a drink. Just, it was 10 minutes. Right. It was, I was, um, you know, but, but to think about how she kind of grills them to this sort of exhaustion 
And then she's like energized. And then she's like, all right, time to go. Time to create. Time, time to, to create. Oh, it was nice. So I can't wait. With, it was nice to see her with baby face too. That was oh, oh I love yes. that reunion. That was oh, nice. I I, I, yeah, it's so fun to see her. She's been showing up with a bunch of people. It was so Arca. I think she was with Lil Nas X just recently. Yes. At yep, his show. Yep. She was with right. Baby face. She, I mean, she's been with so Doja cat. I, I mean, it's, it's a, a, a veritable who's who of pop, music landscape at the moment and i would love to see her working with all of them and everyone and just new music please madonna yeah let's do it um another thing that i wanted to talk about was although we did not get to see video for this madonna opened for amy schumer at madison square garden Mm -hmm. the other night uh there was a little small clip of Madonna introducing Amy Schumer that Amy posted on her Instagram. However, we did not get to see the stand-up set that Madonna opened with because, just like Madame X, Madonna and Amy did not allow cell phones at the venue. So Ah. people were not allowed to film or take pictures. Amy likes um, her yonder cases. Yep. Gotta love it. But I love that she's still pushing the, the button on that stand-up career. Madonna's not letting that go. She's like, I'm just going to keep doing it. That's well, too funny. Thanks for taking this time to to chat with me. Is there anything else that we needed to talk about with Madonna and, and all of that? That we love all the outfits and Pink Donna and it's, you said it, Steph, and it's a really good time to like be engaged with it. It feels like something from that we've been through before, but like now, and it's mm-hmm. different because her her energy is just, it, she's more relaxed. I, this uh, going to the shows and support for other artists, like she's been doing, you know, in the old days, she would sit up in the box and the paparazzi would take pictures and it would be in page six because she might be trying to find somebody for Maverick or there's that. Now she's like, yeah, I'm just going backstage. Everybody take my picture. We'll Photoshop mm-hmm. it and put it up two days later. And I'm just out here having a good time. So it's kind yeah. of fun. It's fun to see totally. that. That's what I would yeah, do if I, I was super great. rich and famous. So, Amen. I don't know. I kind of like to stay at home and hang out. And well, eat. Liberty, the highlight of your <laughs> night is going to be logging off and downing a bottle of NyQuil. Right. Yes, it will. No, I would have a new outfit and a new pair of shoes every night. Let's go. I'd stay home on Mondays. That's it. <laughs> Just Monday. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, remember, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLVC Podcast. Please donate to the podcast. Help keep the show going. We're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast or become a subscriber on Patreon, patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. Ben, Liberty, thanks so much for joining me today. I go. I challenge you to go grab a lollipop and go tongue kiss somebody after this. Wait, let me get my leg in the right spot. Oh, <laughs> that's very. What was that? Um, Stephen Klein photo exhibition that she did. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, ecstatic, ecstatic process. process. Yes, mm. Ben's giving us his ecstatic process imitation. Can there you, you go. Guys. I loved like, it. I loved every minute of it. Me too. Oh, it was so gorgeous. I think she's always been attracted to grit. It's not about you. It's about her. And the sooner we remember that, the sooner we True. get on board and have a good time. That's right. Well, 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 everybody. well, well. That's, that's your lesson for the day. One <laughs> leg at a time. Exactly. <laughs> Nowadays. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Do it slowly. All right, everyone. That's it for today. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.